Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast, where your purpose is just moments away, and I am here to help you get there. So, guys, today I have a special guest, someone that I went to the best HBCU with. We were in the same program, and is connected from day one. I'm so excited to have her on the show today. And we're going to be talking about our stories of post-grad depression. And we just pray that it helps someone out and just motivates them that, you know, you're not the only one who went through that. You know, it's other grads that go through the same thing and it's just giving you the tools and the help to just make it through that next step and just let you know that it's okay. So without further ado, our guest is Miss Anaya Jackson. Anaya, please introduce yourself to the You're Not Done Yet podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to be with you all today. I am Anaya Jackson. Um, I am a graduate of the best university in the whole wide world, Florida Agricultural Mechanical <laughs> University. And such as Gigi, she, I did go um, graduate with my bachelor's in public relations from Florida a University out of the School of Journalism and Communications. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, I currently do work in corporate America um, through City, And I also am an entrepreneur. So I have an events and also marketing company as well. So I kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, but I'm so excited to be here today and kind of talk about my journey and really trying to show different tips on how can people, you know, survive post-grad and yeah, slip into post-grad depression. If they are, how can they find themselves out of it? So I'm yes. super excited to talk about that today. Yeah. So honestly, I really just want to jump right in. Um, I would say for me, I guess the biggest thing was knowing that walking across that stage in 2018, that I don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I don't have a job. So, you know, thinking like, okay, you know, I went to school, was in the entertainment, you know, PR field, did the internships, did the red carpets, you know, did it. Yeah. But I don't have nothing to show for. So it's like, you got to save face when you graduate because everybody's like, well, what you doing next? What you doing next? That's it. Girl, I don't know. You know, I just been applying to all these jobs and I just pray that somebody call me back. You know, I feel like I have the resume, but I mean, I'm getting the interviews, but but I'm not getting hired. I'm not getting hired. I'm not getting hired. So where, where's the disconnect, you know? Because we have that that notion that you go to school for four years, you come out, you get a job. Absolutely. But that's what they tell us. Okay. But they don't tell us the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Don't talk about the journey. Let's start there. Let's start there. They don't tell us that. I mean, because let's just be real. We had the same experience. We went to family. We were both in J school. And, you know, when you're in J school, you either you want to be on TV you want to work behind the scenes of TV. You either want to work with the music artists or the movie stars. You have to be, you want to be in some facet of entertainment, right? Absolutely. You want Absolutely. to be in some facet of entertainment. So you're thinking, you know, well, I have to go out here and make myself known. I have to be active. I have to yep. put my face in the place so that when you use those networking skills, we learn those networking skills. Absolutely. So when those opportunities come along, they're going to say, oh, I got somebody perfect. 
Anaya would be good for that. Let me let me email her. Let me give oh. her a phone call. Or Glenn Andre would be great for that position. Let me call her and just see if she could come. And now it's not like, yeah, I'm going to drop what I'm doing. I'm going to come because it's an opportunity. <laughs> it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. opportunities given. It's the opportunity. Yeah. But unlike, I ain't going to say unlike most of us, but like most of us as J school grads, we had to go chase those opportunities. Definitely. We had to go make those opportunities. So my question is to you, like, what was your thought? Walking across the stage in 2018, what like what was it like going through a nice head? Like, who? It's about to get real. It's yeah, about to get real. What were your yeah. thoughts? Wow. When I think about 2018, it came so quick. Graduation came so quick, and yeah. I was just like, okay, you know, I'm about to graduate. I'm hearing all these people getting job offers. I'm hearing at this point people having competing offers for you know salary range positions, yeah. and I'm like. Okay, got well, well mine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was looking up like, you know, post-grad internships, getting interviews. But like you said, I mean, I wasn't getting callbacks. I'm applying for jobs, not getting callbacks, or, you know, well, getting the job. I will at least make it to some interviews, or, but really, I say in the professional world uh, for in public relations, oh. no, I don't even know if I was really even applying to directly public relations. I was at that point, I was just like, I need to find something, something, mm-hmm. something, put something. me somewhere. I just need to get somewhere. But honestly, my initial thought was, honestly, I could tell you, I went through, you know how they say sometimes, and I know this is so like deep, but they say it's different points uh, that you feel as you go through death, as death approaches, you go through like the grief stage, you know, the uh, the content stage. Okay, so I feel like that's exactly what I went through all the way from graduation. Definitely starting off with the like realizing, oh my gosh, I do not have a, I do not have a job and I'm about to graduate. Yeah. Like, I'm going to walk out of here, and I'll, I'll never forget, I had this big idea at my graduation party. I said I wanted to do, like, a reveal of where I was going to get a job at and what city I was about to move to, because yeah. I said I was not coming back home. Right. And to only realize that all of those plans were completely out the window. That was, like, nothing, I guess, that God had for me. Yes. Um, And that, that's a whole nother story, you know, but it's just to the point where I did not know. I felt... Like I said, I went through those stages of grief. I kind of felt like, okay, what did you do all these years? Like, did your did your work pay off for you? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you do? Like, you know, yeah. people say that you were great, but you thought you were great. But what yeah. did you really do? And then you're starting to think, like you say, people looking at this point, people looking because you know the ones, you know, who they who they saw doing stuff in school are the ones they expected to see popping out with big opportunities, you know, landing in places and, you know, with that weight on your shoulders and then also the weight of the people who probably don't want to see you succeed because they know how hard you work to get where you were. Right. It was just like, dang, I got all these people looking at me. I got myself counting on myself. Right. But, you know, I just had to really realize like, hey, I just have to let it run its course. But yeah. I definitely can say I was not prepared at all yeah. for post-grad I, I thought it was just going to come out with this big job offer, competing offers. That was told to me in school. I'm not going to say who said it. Yeah. But <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, administration oh. came out. They had us thinking that we were going to be in these oh, positions. We finna, <laughs> baby, we finna be, we finna be A&R. We finna be VPs. We finna, we finna be, we finna be finding a town. We finna be head of PR. Exactly. We, we, we finna be do PR. Yeah, and we like you said, just as much as you, you know, we wanted to do entertainment. And right. honestly, I could be, I am so happy that it didn't go that way because I see how many people have a lot of opportunities 
but they're coming with a lot of opportunities that are just one month contracts, two month contracts, mm-hmm. or they're getting laid off due to COVID. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so much and having to sleep in the house with four or five people, you know, they in their late twenties, you know, not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but right. I'm just saying the opportunities, yeah. you know, that came forth that I probably wouldn't have had the same opportunities I had now if I would have decided to keep on that route, especially right. after God already showed me that, it wasn't for me if that makes sense yeah and honestly it has so much to do with I was just talking about this you know your vision versus God's vision right yes so you yeah I'm gonna be entertainment PR I'm gonna be on the red carpets having my talent you know walk the floor take the pictures like I'm gonna be doing the whole shebang the whole shebang shebang. you know you really believe that you really sit up there and be like okay I I just know I'm gonna be great I know I'm gonna get I know opportunities Yes. I had all these internships. There's no way it's not going to happen for me, right? There's no, no way, way that's going to happen. That's not going to happen for me. But then you really, but literally, I think my parents would say something that always aggravated me during a time yeah. of post-grad. And it was, you know, you're going to see the real world. You're going to see. I'm like, I lived it. College is the real world, which it is. Right. College is the real world. But I have world. to say, when you really like get on your own, when there's no more college, when there's no more cafeteria to feed you, you know, it, it, it's no more, there's no dorms, just keep you safe. You know, your student, yeah. you know, your, your student loans pay for the, the place you living in. Now yes. it's you yes. having to pay for where you live. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, it's a lot different in the real right. world really sets in right. where you're just like, wow, like what, what do I do? And yeah. sometimes you go through that phase of, okay, do I give up? Yeah. or do I do I keep fighting do I keep fighting and it's crazy because I just remember um we graduated in December so I just remember like two months before like I'm just applying to all these jobs and I'm just like you yeah I don't it wasn't even PR it it was just something like I somebody gotta hire me something right and so it's like I'm applying for jobs in Atlanta wasn't getting no callbacks was getting callbacks but it just wasn't for jobs that I wanted applying yeah. for jobs in Texas Mm, it was okay but that's probably not where I was supposed to be right and yeah. then started applying for jobs at home and it's just like well dang like nobody don't even want to hire me in Tallahassee like what like <laughs> what's going on and you know you'd be like Tallahassee come on listen but my whole thing is but I Literally. just I was just like you though I do not want to stay here I do not want to stay here after I graduate like yeah. I'm supposed to be getting like the big stuff like I'm supposed like you said I'm supposed to be revealing where I'm going I'm supposed to be like hey y'all we going you know I'm gonna go to LA that's where I'm going I'm I'm working for such and such big stars you know but that that wasn't my path and thankfully like you said that it wasn't now do I still dibble and dabble in it sometimes yeah like if people ask me to do certain stuff sure I don't know but that just wasn't meant for me you know yeah. but then after you you graduate then you say you get that first job your first job really don't pay you what they say is gonna pay you when you graduate I don't have nothing in this cup but wish I could I wish I had some teeth so I could no, t- 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 because <laughs> because you come out of school and then you feel disgraced I'm telling you and you, you know everybody everybody's situation is different some people may watch this and be like I can't I can't kind of contest to them. You know, I did have a job. I did have, but it was something that you still probably felt like whether or not you got into a job, you did have that job offer or, and it was a great job offer and you took mm-hmm. it and you realized, oh snap, this is not even what I like. This is what I wanted to do. This is not even what I want to do. 
it's not giving what it was supposed to get. What it was supposed to give, right? But, <laughs> but like you said, it goes back to having that that pressure on your shoulders. Yeah. I, I got to account for something. Like, for example, yep. you coming from Jacksonville and coming to school in Tallahassee. Okay, I have been up here for four years. And like you said, what do I have to show for it? What do I have to show for it? And, you I know, I did. I did have family members that, not saying they were anti-college, but, you know, they believed in getting your base degree. But mm-hmm. they wanted, they were just kind of like, see, this is what I mean. Like, you know, you know, I felt like I had so much to show people yeah. and not necessarily show people in a bad manner, but like, hey, college is worth it. You know, it is great. But to see people that, you know, may not have went to college that were successful and to see me have come home from college and they're not seeing me walk out with job offers, it's kind of, it started alluding to them like, see, I told you yeah. so. Yeah. So you got people saying, I told you so. Yeah. I got people looking at me like, well, what is she doing? I'm yeah. looking at myself like, can you hold yourself up? But in reality, it's just like, you know, it's nothing you really intended to happen. But one thing I can say that I really learned was to focus on my own self and to focus in my own path. Yeah. Because the times I stopped thinking about who was thinking about me or whether or not it was good or for bad, yeah. the day that I started walking into what I was supposed to walk into. Right, right. And honestly, and that's truly what it is because I just remember like people asking me like, what is your major again? Public relations. I re- And I remember that conversation so distinctly. I remember me and my dad were having it. And he was like, what is your major again? I was like, public relations, you know, communication, you know. And he was like, mm-hmm. what can you do with that? And I was like, and honestly, I really had to take a step back and be like, dog, what can I do with my degree? Yeah, it's no specialty. It's, no, it's, like, you know, like just, what, what, yeah. can, what can I really do with a public relations degree? And when I tell you that conversation kind of got to me a little bit because I got offended because I just was like, so you pretty much telling me that what I was going to school for ain't worth nothing you get what I'm saying in that in that moment that's how I felt but when I look back on that conversation I'm like no it was just an honest conversation that you just were you weren't ready to have yeah ready to have you know because I just remember him saying like well you know if you got a degree in criminal justice or if you got a degree in nursing you know medicine you you got an automatic job like it's always jobs in there and I'm just oh like, I've heard that a thousand yeah. times and I'm and I'm just like but that's but that just wasn't my calling that wasn't my calling I mean I always tell people all the time you know if I was a nurse or something I, I'll be in jail somewhere because I probably didn't inject the wrong serum it's, it's not for me something and like, I wasn't gonna go through that many more science class you have to know like what's for you is always for you always and I think that you. and no matter who says like you say father mother cousin yes. grandmother nobody you have to know that your path is your path yes. and I can say it's a lot of great things that I did learn from graduating with our public relations degree mm-hmm. I mean to the point where it's a lot of transferable skills the yes. fact that we are learned we are literally I feel like we're born communicators not everybody knows how to communicate no, but I feel like every- a lot of us we can yeah. communicate we can communicate effectively and that effectively. was my whole thing and that was my whole thing um because my first job out of college, I was um, a membership coordinator. Now, I worked in customer service, you know, my whole college career. But yeah. I was like, well, what does working in customer service have to do with being a membership coordinator? Like, <laughs> you know, like, what is it? But 
I just remember my executive director telling me, he just was like, I'm not my executive, my chief of staff. He just was like, you just have a real niche with people. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, huh? He was like, you have a real niche with people. And he just was like, and if this, if you're starting to like question what it is that you're supposed to be doing, it's people. People, like people cling to you. Like it's easy for you. Like you don't get nervous around people. And I'm like, no, like it's regular people. Like it's a regular people. It's a conversation, but that's a gift. It's not something that's learned. It's not something that's programmed into you. That's that that's it. And that's why I feel like people have to realize, like, don't shy away from your gift. (laughs) And especially when you're in college, like do not shy away from your gifts. Like allow your gifts to make room for you. Yeah. Allow your gifts to make room for you. And so just kind of fast forwarding a little bit. So when did you feel like going through post-grad? When did you feel like you hit? rock bottom like when did you feel like you just was like you know what like I'm over this like I don't care no more at this point like you know whatever comes comes and if it don't come like it is what it is like I'm just tired like when did that point come hmm. oh I know when I was when it got to the point where I was just applying for regular calls in the jobs and I couldn't get a call in the job hmm. I was like with a college degree call center yeah, 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 yeah. You get a call to job. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, rock bottom. Like, I yeah. can't even pull regular jobs. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it all goes into kind of what I end up going into, which is workforce development. Really understanding the positions that you're applying for, mm-hmm. and what are you putting on your resume, and how to finesse your resume. It's truly, life is nothing but a big finesse to me. Um. But you can't put your own realness to it. Yeah. And I just believe that that's when I hit rock bottom. I was literally, and honestly, it's so funny that I was actually, I remember applying to Citibank and paying off the city, like, and customer service. Like, okay, let me just see if I can get a call center job. I just need yeah. something to suffice. Right. Something that's still going to pay me a decent wage. Right. And make me feel like I graduated with, a, you know, from out of college with something. Yeah. Um, and to see it, what now, two and a half years later, from me applying for a very, very entry-level role to now I'm in management at City, and yeah. didn't even know that guy was going to full circle it around all oh, yeah. the way again. So where I reached my rock bottom is yeah. where God ended up literally taking me two years later and put me on top. Yeah. So it's just, it's really big, so you never know. But yeah. I can't say that was a time where I completely hit rock bottom. I mean, I was literally crying, yeah. you know, trying to hold it together. I, mean, I think the biggest thing is, especially those, you know, who believe in, um, to believe in God and, you know, live to a higher faith, you're trying to really hold on to that faith that you have. Like, you're really like, okay, God, I'm, I'm trusting you. You told me that I'm supposed yeah. to trust you. I'm trusting you, right? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not seeing nothing come from it. So what is right. it? What is this doing for me? Right. Like, you told me to trust you. I'm trusting you. Trust and I'm still getting, I, I'm still getting hurt. I'm still getting embarrassed. Still passed over, looked over. Passed like- over, looked over. It's starting to be like, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? Right. And I think another big one for me too was actually it was a little bit, it was during my, it was kind of post-grad, it was really towards the end of my graduation season. And I um, was applying for internships back. And, you know, I keep it real. I have no reason to say, so people may be like, oh Lord, I would never say that. But for me, 
I remember I was applying back into the internship program I had gotten into. And yeah. I honestly, a lot of people don't know, but I didn't make it back in the second year that mm-hmm. I applied. Yeah. So I applied. I mean, I remember getting interviews from like the Oprah Winfrey Network to Live Nation. Yeah. To, it was a lot. It was big companies. It wasn't like small ones this time. It was yeah. like big opportunities. Um, even more than that, I interviewed with, and I got none of them because yeah. my goal was okay. If I don't have a job, at least go back yeah. and do a, uh, I can do an internship post grad that can get me back to LA. Right. Do that internship. Hopefully, that turns. It. I do so There's well that they can turn. It. Like I had a whole plan. Right. Whole right. Right. Plan. Right. Right. And that's another run when I hit. I'm for it. I really hit rock bottom because I'll never forget. I did all these interviews. I was waiting to hear back. I no lie. I was waiting to hear back. I had my bags packed because last time. Um, I basically got it, but didn't get it. Then got a call back. I know it was a call back. And when I got a call back, I had to be back out. I had to be in LA in like three or four days. So I was like, let me pack my bags. I'm waiting. And yeah. literally I got the email that basically said I didn't get none, none of them for my post-grad internship. Yeah. So I'm like, what? Like none? Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't get none of the yeah. internships. <laughs> so now I'm back to square one again, like you're saying. And that's when I actually walked across the stage with no internships, applying for jobs, had no jobs, then applying, just started applying for random stuff at this point. But thank God for friends. Um, I did get opportunities, you know, some of my friends here in Jasper that own, uh, you know, businesses and, you know, they're big in different companies allowed me to come on and, you know, work, whether it was like a uh, administrative assistant and executive assistant, I was able to do those things to hold me for a minute. But I can't say that's when I reached a low point yeah during my post-grad life yeah and honestly I would say it for me like I said it was just honestly like like the the art of the unknown I'm booking like you said getting the interviews like I'm doing them but ain't nobody calling me back and so then like you said you sit and you think and you're like well am I doing something wrong like is there something wrong with my resume like yeah I'm not saying the right things in the interviews and then it really, it. and then it really causes you to start to question your worth as an individual yeah you know? like this isn't the persona that I built up you know my whole life or even within those four years of being within those four walls in those classrooms yeah. this isn't the person that is supposed to be going through this like yeah. No, yeah. not at all. And I'm but strong believers just like you have to have faith. Like you have to have. Yeah. And I just remember like interviewing for my first job. Um, and I'm just so thankful. Um, because my mentor today, his name is GC Murray. Uh, he's a lawyer. And I just remember like when I interviewed with him, like you know how you have that sense, like I got this, like mm-hmm. I got this, I got this. And the interview with him was just so it was so comfortable. And it just mm-hmm. was like, okay, God, like, okay, I'm gonna fill it out. You know, I see it working. I see it working. And then I remember he texted me and he was like, well, they want you to come in for a second interview. And I'm like, who is they? You know, <laughs> who, who, who is they? Yeah. And just setting a little background at that time, um, at the association, it was only uh, three African-Americans working there at the time on the staff of like 2025. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, OK, you know, just I'm going for the ride, you know. Yeah. And I had a chance to meet with the chief of staff, chief of staff, Caucasian. Right. So yeah. instead of having to turn that switch. Right. And so I'm in there just talking. And then the first thing he said, he was like, oh, 
you graduated from FAMU. And I'm in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, you know, period. (laughs) I'm at my school, period. But it was the fact that he just was like, and you were able to accomplish all of this in four years? I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, and your degree is public relations. I said, yes, sir. That's what I went to school for. And, you know, in J school, they teach your resume got to be popping. Like your resume yeah. has to stand out. Like it, I can't it should hit the, it should hit the table. They'd be like, wow. Oh, like, <laughs> who, like, who is this? I got to meet her. I got to put a, you know, a name with a face. And I just remember him saying like, okay. You know, he was like, I've heard good things about you. And even that time, he probably asked me two questions. Two questions. Interview was oh, over. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, two questions. The interview was over, right? So I'm thinking, I'm looking at GC and I'm like, I mean, is that a good thing? Like, you know, I'm looking like, is this a good thing? So then two weeks go by, don't hear nothing. That self-doubt starts to turn. Yeah. Starts to turn. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm texting, hey, mom, like it's going on two weeks. I need you to, I need, send me a prayer up, please. I said, two prayers are stronger than one. Send me a prayer up. Yeah. Got the email that we want you to come in for a third interview. Okay, I'm like, now at this point. Okay, now we just had, you could have asked me, you should have asked me more than two questions and we could have got it over with. We could have got it over with. So now at this (laughs) point, I'm meeting with uh, GC, the person who's over me the chief of staff, mm-hmm. and I'm meeting with the executive director. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is going to determine whether or not I'm going to be starting in two weeks. This is this is a determined. That's it. That's it. This, this is a determined. Got in there, talked to Paul Just, talked to John Brazil, yeah. talked to GC. And first thing Paul said, you went to FAMU. I said, yep. yes, I did. Yes, sir. 100% proud of it. Resume, it's amazing. Who did it? I did. You know, Hello. And, and but I'm sharing my experience, right? I was like, we were always taught that you have to be prepared for the opportunity. So when it yeah. comes, there's no reason why you should be lacking because you should already be prepared, right? Bob? And he said, okay. He just was like, I trust GC's judgment. And if this is, if he wants you, I'm okay with that. Done with interview, right? So in my mind, I'm like, okay, all right, this looking good. All right. Okay, looking good. <laughs> Two weeks go by, ain't heard nothing. Three weeks go by. <laughs> oh, Lord. Look, oh, yeah. three weeks go by. Three, three weeks go by, I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> Get a call from GC and he says, Welcome to the FJA. That's just, that's just as plain as he said it. And I'm like, <laughs> and my mouth just dropped, right? My mouth yeah. just dropped. Because in that time, applying for jobs two, three months, just found out that I was having like having a baby. And I'm like, okay, God, something got to come through. Something yeah. got to come through. I said, because now it's not just me no more. It's me and somebody else. Something, something yeah. come through. And I just remember thinking like, okay, like, you know, this ain't what I went to school for but I'm equipped for it. It's not nothing that I I can't do because I've been trained. I went to school for this. The jobs I've had, you know, during school, this is what this is for. And I'm like, okay, so get there, get the job. And I just remember GC telling me like, this is his, this was his, like his getting onto me. He was like, 
I picked your application out of over 300 resumes. Oh, wow. He said I had a top five and then I had a top two. And he was like, and when I met you, when I talked to you, when I got to know you, he was like, there was no other choice. But the fact of him being a young professional himself and an African-American professional, he just was like, but why wouldn't I give you the opportunity? Why wouldn't I give you that chance? Why wouldn't I do that? And when I tell you that was one of the most, I cried when I got in my car because I just was like, okay, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to keep fighting what you have for me. If this is where I'm supposed to be, this is where I'm supposed to be. Because for someone to think that much of me, he barely even knows me, but to say, I know what you can do. I know that you have potential and I'm going to bring it out of you. Yeah what better situation what better situation can you get you know yeah and it's just more and it goes to show guys like you just have to be mindful of the things that you do have right you do you do do have so even if you're in a position right now where you don't feel like it's working but the people around you are staging you and placing you to move into bigger and better things, take heed to those people because those people don't come around that often. You know, we live in a selfish world and it's just like, it's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. But it's never about, okay, well, I'm at level five. Let me help you get to level five. So when it's time for me to go to level 10, you're working your way up with me. Like we're not just standing at the same place. You have to yeah. take heed to that, you know? And that's why it's so important in post-grad to honestly, if you don't have a mentor already, you should definitely find one. Yeah. You should you should definitely find one in post-grad. And then make sure that you are around people that want to help you succeed. Get out of Definitely. those, get, get out of those negative spaces, get out of those negative spaces. And the thing I would say is, also start rebranding yourself start rebuilding yeah. yourself because honestly your resume is kind of like it's, it's a live body of work pretty much it's a live body yeah. of work and your resume has to be bold and it has to stick out because let's be honest recruiters aren't really reading resumes anymore Mm-hmm. They're they put them through machines. They're through machines. And if you got those keywords that they're looking for in that resume and it sticks out, it's like, okay, well, let's just give her a try and just see what happens. But at the same time, you have to be prepared for that opportunity. You do. You have to be prepared for that opportunity. And you have to make sure that as an individual, like, and we're telling y'all, like, it's not easy. Like, it's not easy by any means. And for those who are blessed to have those jobs out of college, like, kudos to you. Like, I'm happy for you. Excited yeah. for you. But for that's the, your blessing. You know? That your, that's your journey. And that's your, your journey. It's your time. It's your time, but for the ones who really have to go through maybe that three to six month period, you know, after school to really figure out, okay, well, what's my next step? What am I going to do? Like, it takes time, you know, it takes time. And also, I kind of feel like it goes to show that what you think you're meant for, what you think you're supposed to do. It ain't what you're supposed to do. It's it's not what you're supposed to do. I can <laughs> tell people that all the time. You think I just look at people and they be like, yeah, because I know I'm gonna do this tonight. I'm like, okay, you really don't know. Don't never knock it till you try because you never know where you may you end up. Never going know. You, you just never know. know. And like even to hit to the point for like those that are 
you know, looking or have gone through um, post-grad depression. And like you said, in the importance of rebranding yourself and everything, one thing I can say is once you graduate, you are now a graduate. Mm-hmm. You're no longer a student. Not at you all. may be a student in your own right because you always have things to learn. But right. in reality, you are no longer a student. So when you start to apply for jobs, they aren't going to feel sorry for you mm-hmm. because you are you just graduated from college. Because guess what they're going to say? They're going to look at you and they're going to be like, well, what did you do in college? Mm-hmm. What helped you get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should already have some level of experience, yes. understanding of different yes. things, yes. because you are no longer, they are not going to treat you like someone in college. And like, oh, they're in college, you know, they're still learning. They, yeah. that, that mindset of people once you graduate is, is null and void. They're it's treating over. you like a regular person that may have been looking for a job for 20 years, okay? <laughs> you know, th- that's how they see you, whether or not right. in your applications are in a, in, are not in a track with other post-grads. You're mm-hmm. in a track with post-grads, people that's looking for jobs, who's been in management. You Like you said, over 300 people was in, was yeah. for your for the last uh, opportunity that you had. So yeah. my thing is, you are now an adult. You yeah. are now walking into rooms yeah. and having a fight against a bigger crowd. And I think also it kind of goes all the way back to college. You cannot lose yourself in college just no. because you may be known on the campus. You see it as a campus full of thousands of people. You may see, oh, I'm big, I'm this big time, but where's a thousand little people there? The world is a bigger place. And yeah. the amount of resumes you try to put into these different systems, it's a thousand more to trump. A thousand more to really go. Be honest. Yeah. It's always it's- someone better than you. Always when your opportunity comes, but you have to make, like you said, you have to be ready when your opportunity comes and you have to bring yourself post-grad. Like, and a real, the real question that I would tell you to do is to ask yourself, who am I? Mm. What am I called to do? Yeah. And one of the things I used to share, because I just actually came from out of working in workforce development. So I hope young young adults find their passions. I hope young adults talk about, you know, the things that we're talking about, maybe not post-grad, because some of them haven't went to college, but mm-hmm. I talked to them about what is your next goals in life? And one of the videos I love to always share um, was like, what's your why? And I actually figured this out from when I was at FAM. Yeah. You have to know your why. If you cannot answer what's your why, then maybe you need to, you don't even need to apply for nothing right now. You need to sit down sit and down. think about why. Your yeah. why could be for you. Your why could be for your family. But yeah. ultimately, it really does need to be for you. I tell people that. But understanding why you're doing something or what you're doing, who you're doing it for, is going to help you alone. Because when those times when you're feeling down and out mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, this post-grad is kicking my behind, kicking my you're going to think back to your why. Why, yeah. am I do- why am I doing this? Yeah. Why should I continue to fight? Yeah. So and that's I- one thing I would say. And honestly, too, that's one thing that I had to, re- like you said, what's my why? Because it's like, you know, in school, yeah, like entertainment all day, every day. And I'm looking at my life now. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at my life now. I'm like, girl, you got a, a whole podcast. Like, yeah. You know, like, how do we, how do we go from, you know, working red coppers to like, okay, let me, let me, let me try this, this podcast thing. Let me write. But during the daytime, I'm literally like just communicating effectively. Effectively. That's that's all I'm doing is communicating effectively with people. And I, like I said, and I realized in that, I'm like, okay, well, I feel comfortable here. It's something I feel comfortable doing. I love talking to people all day, every day, whether it's taking their money or signing them up for an event. I love it. That's my thing. Yep. I, I can do that day in and day out, like the back of my hand. 
I can do that. So you have to realize your skills. You have to realize your strength and you have to realize where you're weak at. And I remember Dr. Huff said, or wasn't Dr. Hughes? One of them said it. They just was like, do not go and put on your resume that you are an expert in Excel and they test you on it and you say, hello. You know? And I just was like, you know, but uh-uh, you got to put the skills on there to make it look good. And then I she always say fluff, but don't oh, fluff. And you know, like, what do you mean? Fluff me, fluff it up, make it sound great. Make it sound uh, great. But do not bluff. <laughs> bluff me, you're just outright lying. Yeah. Because when you get into these people's jobs and they're expecting you to do these skills and you wonder why you keep going from job to job, it's because you're saying that you're good at something that you may not, <laughs> you're still working on. We are all still working on things, but yes. don't get on these people's job and be straight up lying because lying. they will know. They will know. And let me tell you, as much as COVID is going on, I think the the worst thing too is, and I pray for everyone that may be going through post-grad depression yeah. or um, have gone through it, especially during COVID. It's a lot of this mental, COVID has mentally hit everyone. Those yes. with jobs, those without jobs, and a lot of people jobs. lost their jobs. Yes. Yes. So, you know, trying to apply for other jobs while jobs are already laying other people off and i can tell you even though like covid you know it's starting to slow down but peak back up at the same time we're in a crisis of uh, inflation mm-hmm. and we're in a crisis of they're saying it's a lot of jobs but let me tell you something in the professional world it's still not that many jobs and let me tell you people i know is still getting laid off of jobs yeah um, in the professional world so it, right now it's not a win-win unless you i mean yeah you can go be a cashier somewhere and probably get a position but is it really what you want is it the, the pay you want to go so yeah, that's but that, like you said that's a whole nother conversation for another day but yeah. it's just to the point where <laughs> it's a lot going on it is and the thing is in I want you guys to be aware of that too you know like don't think that you're not getting anywhere because of you know oh oh my god like I don't have no experience this and that honestly this is has to be one of the strongest times to test your faith it's one of the yeah. strongest times to test your faith. And honestly, and you just you just have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with going through those nuts and those tugs because yeah. it, it, it's going to put you in a better position because like, you know, like you pray for this, you cry for this, like you shut yourself off because it's like, <laughs> I have to do something. Like I got to be something and honestly yeah. a lot of these jobs are still letting us work from home you know yeah and honestly when I got my opportunity in Atlanta I literally onboarded at home yep literally I literally onboarded at home and I'm just like well I got this no good little fancy job in Atlanta and I can't even go in the office and meet the people like they can't even go in the office and meet the people can't meet the people can't decorate my office like I can't do Anything. 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 My office is, is, is here at the house. Yeah. Same with me. I work from home, so I know, like, you just be sitting there thinking, like, what in the, like, you know, like you say, you get this nice job, can't go in the office. So it's like, and that's another mental thing there because you sitting at the house, like, ooh. Ooh, Lord. I, I, I come home for peace, but I didn't think I was going to be home all day. All day. Girl, and it, and it honestly takes for me having to really take my lunch hour, getting out of the house, go do yes. something like, like relax your mind but I'm back in the office now but it's just like you like you gotta decompress you gotta 
depressed. So one thing I also want to touch on though, why do you think yeah. post-grad depression is not like either a course in college, like as an exit thing when you're getting ready to leave or why don't you think that it's a conversation that's had regularly? Like why you um, talk about Honestly, I believe, and I, you know, I can really speak on, I'm going to try to bring it home and no negativities because our university is the best, yes. but we're speaking on facts. Um, personally, if you all don't know, in our department, it's a lot of people who have worked in, in the industry of whether it was journalism, communications, right. but I don't feel like it's a lot of people that have just, they don't have a lot of mix. So a lot of those have been working for years. So understanding that post-grad depression is a thing. I don't think that a lot of them even know because probably when they got their opportunities, they probably did walk into jobs. Yeah, they were gone. So, you know, it was, I, I just think it's just a lack of knowing that that's what it goes through. And then it's like, honestly, especially in our community, you know that it's happening, but you don't call it, I think like the older generation don't call it post-grad depression, it's just called life. But mm-hmm. no, in life comes depression that has to be dealt with. Yes. And it's a lot of college students that are being told that they're going to be walking out of college with these opportunities because you want to, you really it's to gloat your own boat about what you felt like you taught me or what you felt <laughs> like your program is worth yes. and what I should have got out and got out yeah. of it. But I could have very much well crossed my eyes and crossed my, dotted my eyes and crossed my T's, but still did not reap the benefits of the very much thing that you told me I was going to. So I just think of it as lack of knowledge about it. And yeah. no one wants to, no one wants to talk about the negative, but post-doc depression sounds negative, but mm-hmm. it is totally needed. Um, because I mean, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard because some people completely give up. Yeah. Com- I mean, just yeah. completely give up. They're just like, you know what? This is not for me. Um, yeah. I do feel like post-grad depression should be a, um, a, a, a college course. And if it shouldn't be yeah. called post-grad depression, definitely should be called navigating yourself. Um, beyond your, uh-huh. your career navigation yeah. for c- career success something yeah. something um, needs to be taught well, you know that can teach you how to deal with it and also that can go through a portion of the class where you're dealing with resume management you know you know helping you get yourself prepared uh-huh. to be able to take these courses um, yeah. and navigate yourself through life but I definitely think it's not talked about at all and it really needs to be talked about honestly yeah. I think more people need to have more conversations uh-huh. about post-grad yeah. depression um, because it's real yeah it is real I've cried myself to sleep plenty of nights yeah I've even recorded myself on some videos um, of you know talk about my experience and you know, to see myself now, but to look back at there, you know, it's, it's growth. Um, but, you know, even in our down seasons, it's times of, you know, we're really reaping the harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't know it yet. Yeah. And, and I kind of feel like that too. Um, I just want to say like, if you're putting in the work, like you're supposed to, um, like you're not being lazy about it, you're being very, um, you're being very adamant, very proactive. And if you feel like it's not hitting the way it's supposed to hit or giving what it's supposed to give, that's not cold for you to be like, okay, we'll just bump it. Like, I don't like, I don't know what else to do, but that is the key for you to keep going. You know? Yeah. Honestly though, when you stop trying, that's when the opportunities come. That's when the opportunities come. They use when you stop trying, that's when the opportunities come. And that's when some of the best opportunities come. Yeah. It's like this song, when I stop worrying, worrying how the, how the story yes. ends, 
Yes. And I let go and I let God literally. That's just, that's exactly that's how it, it is. That's when it, that's you start worrying. That's it's almost it kind of like when they say when you're looking for you're trying to date someone and they say when you're always trying to worry about being with somebody you never can find the right person yeah, but the day you start right focusing person. on yourself you're it's right. like they say hey. <laughs> and it pops up right yes. so that's how you have to do it yes <laughs> and then I want to test that too just make sure that after you graduate that you are because in college you're learning yourself right there's no there's no saying that after you graduate you are in tune with who you are what you stand for but I want to challenge you to get to know yourself after college like think about it you've really been through four years you've either you know moved away from home you've had to work for four years or whatever the case is whatever your experience is get to know yourself after that get to know what what like what are the things that make me tick what are the things that make me happy what are the things yeah. that make yeah. me feel peaceful because yeah. when you start that job search you're yeah. gonna have to rely on those things to get yeah. you through until yeah. that opportunity comes and, yep. don't, and and don't be afraid to date yourself that's what it is don't be yeah. afraid to date yourself honestly for real break off them first yeah. That's not serving you no purpose. Break off that relationship that's done nothing but make you stress and it's toxic. Break it off. Break it off so you can start to focus on, like you said, what's my why? What's my name? Yeah. What's my what's my entrance into the real world? What is yeah. going to be my what is gonna be my starting point for the real world? And you yeah. and you have to just be okay with that. Trust yeah. me. It's something that you don't want to yeah. think about because you're in college, you're partying, you're having a good time, you go on the nightcap, you right. want, you want somebody campaign team trying to make sure you <laughs> win, you know, like you really Definitely. like you in there, you on a homecoming committee, like you in there, you in yeah. there, you in there. So there's no thought to the fact that like, well, dang, in like a year, it's over. Like, hello. And how many people can we can attest to that we looking back and they're like, you still don't share your character? Girl, st- still there? Those people that you want to detach yourself from because then, and let me tell you something, you know, at one time I, I remember I had an opportunity. I could have went to the, you know, family MBA program, which is like a year after you graduate. You could just right. get one year. I still had six months off of my apartment. Yeah. I said to the heck with school, I was so done. And, you know, I got mad with myself at one point. I said, dang, you stupid. Like you should have just, you had six months left on your apartment. You could have did, you know, did the, you know, the MBA program. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that I said, and I look back and I can honestly say, I'm so happy I didn't decide to do that because I know a lot of people, that get so scared of not having a job, but they want to look like they're doing something, they automatically go to, they go to grad school because they just don't know what else. A lot of people aren't going to say that's the reason why they're going to grad school, oh, yeah. but it's the truth. A lot of people go because they don't even know what their next step is. Their next step But is. I can say with me taking that break, it yeah. was a blessing because I got an opportunity to get work experience. So those of you who's like, you know, well, maybe I should have just went back to school and, you know, did I do the make the, right, uh, make the wrong decision? No, you didn't. If that wasn't in your plan or the plan for you, then no, it wasn't. Because I'm telling you, you do have to, as much as we're talking about this, these jobs are looking for um, those who have good um, work skills and they have, you know, those experiences on their resume. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it's not a person that will give you your first yes, because just, uh, just like Leandria, just like me, 
we both had to find somebody that gave us our first yes. yes. Our first so what's somebody out of that will give you your first yes. Yeah. But at the same time, just know these people are looking for experience. And without experience, it's hard to get a lot of opportunities. A lot of opportunities. And mm-hmm. to those that are probably watching the podcast that are still in college and coming up along that term and using this um, as advice, I would tell you now, take every opportunity that is given to you. It's a lot of opportunities that have been open you know, especially due to the fact that it's COVID. Yes. Um, so they have a lot more opportunities due to the fact that everything is in virtual. Mm-hmm. Take every opportunity. Every- uh, one thing I learned while I was doing an internship was, um, especially, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest, especially with the people of color coming from an HBCU, a lot, of, a lot of us don't start obtaining internships to junior, senior year. Mm-hmm. That is too late. You it's too late. Precious. It's not too late, but it's too late. It's too late. I went on this big internship and, you know, everyone else that didn't look like me, preferably of um, Caucasian persuasion, mm-hmm. um, got, that was on an internship. They were like freshmen and sophomores. So yeah. I don't know if you all know the, the time frame, but a time frame to be in management, they looking for three to five years of experience. Five years. The three to five years of experience didn't say that it had to be outside of college. Yeah. So you are having people that starting off freshmen and sophomores in college and getting internships all the way through uh through their senior year that's yeah. four years of experience so they're walking we're wondering why they're walking straight into management positions it's because they have that type of it yes yeah not saying that you know it's easier you know for us to get it you know yes. of course we know other opportunities but right. take every opportunity and while you partying and you see everybody else party you should be the one probably staying in sometime and focusing on what's your career path going to be. Yeah. Like I said, for those that are still in college, take every opportunity. Yeah. It's never a dull time. Um, you, I remember it was a thing called opportunist. It was a big word when I, mean, when I was at FAM. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's an opportunist or he's an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you something about opportunist. You have to know how to opportune. I know that's really probably not a word. But you. you have to take those opportunities. You. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take those opportunities as they come. Yeah. And those, you can tell the ones who really want it. Because yes. those are the ones that's going to fight you. Like, y'all, every time I see her everywhere. I'm tired of seeing Free her. Room. I'm tired of I'm seeing her. <laughs> Hell, I'm tired of seeing her. Like, but those are the people that you be. I, I remember, like, certain people when stuff was going on at the school, they was the first ones to be like, can I help? Can I do this? Can I do that? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, are you that person? Yeah. Or when you hear about opportunities that none of the students are taking, what what are you doing? What a lot of my doing? internships, when I first got an intern, um, got my internships, was through the own our own um, career center on FAMU campus. Yeah. And I remember they were saying how a lot of students don't even take the opportunity. Oh, I think I was the only one that interviewed for a marketing position one time. And that yeah. marketing position got me my internship in LA. Yeah. That's the internship they kept asking me about. And that was the least one I thought they were going to ask me about. Right. But that, that internship that I had received yeah. ended up being the opportunity that everybody kept asking me about. So I'm like, you just never know. Take every opportunity. Take every and, um, and, and make it useful for you. Even those that's in postgrad, you may say, I don't want to do that. Let me tell you something. You never know what may come from it. My job in career development and workforce development, I did not see myself doing that at all. Girl, listen. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know a job like that existed. <laughs> listen, but like you said, just to think if you never would have took that trip because the christian is a long walk but just to think if you never <laughs> took that walk you know right. to the career and, you know, and i did it online crazy thing i did i just went to the portal they had a whole a whole career services portal and a lot of students didn't know 
I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Or bad should, thing. They, should they know? Yeah. Well, should the students also know? So it's just kind of like it goes both ways. But, it goes both you know. ways. But yes, y'all, use your resources. Use your use resources. resources. And then let me tell you one more thing, too. Remember we talked about this when we were texting. Do not be in competition yeah. with your classmates. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's the big one. <laughs> Do not be in competition with your classmates. Y'all should be like this. If five or six of y'all are working towards the same goal, which is like me and a night, for example, being in entertainment, when we were in that, work together. And I remember you gave us the opportunity to go to CIE in Atlanta. And baby, when you put it in a group message, um, Anaya. Um, I want to go. <laughs> I want to <laughs> put me on the list because I want to go. I always made sure I put other people on because you never know where people are going to land. You never know where people are going to land. It may be somebody that Gigi knew that can help me get to where I want to be. You get what I'm and it's somebody that I know that can help Gigi get what she need to be. Exactly. So <laughs> why you're worrying about? Oh my god. Why you worrying about, oh my God, she got an internship at BET. Like I applied and I didn't get it. So why not go to her and ask her, what did she do? What made her stand out? What made them call her back and not you? So that way, that drive and that hunger that you got to be successful, it's going to start to turn. Because like, okay, she got there. I'm going to be able to get there too. We going to eat together. Absolutely. Don't like, yep. don't be afraid to ask for help. And nine times out of 10, most of your classmates are willing to help. If you just yeah. take that first step and reach out to them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't for real. It's collaboration over competition. Y'all like y'all it's 2022. Yeah. People always say be selfish here and there, but it's just like, don't be selfish when it's helping other people get to where you're trying to get, you know? Yeah. And you never know. Like you said, it could be somebody that Anaya know that I'm trying to get on with. Like, you know, Anaya throw them yeah. away. Or Anaya, hey, it's two openings for this, this internship right here. I got one spot and I'm only putting you on for it because, you know, you my girl. You know what yeah. I mean? But helping us get to the same place. So when it comes times like this to share our experience, it's like, yeah. We we been in yeah. the moment. We done been there. We done been doing that. And just be mindful of your I'm trying to say this. Be mindful of your post-college network too. You know? Yeah. Be mindful of that. You know, make sure you still keep in contact with them friends that you was in there with uh campaigns or yeah, you know, make sure you in there with your research oh. class. Like make sure oh. you keep a hold of those people because you yeah. never know when you're gonna need them like later on in life. And I'm just manifesting this and I'm just like with child like when my podcast but like glow up blow up and I need to see <laughs> I said there ain't gonna be nothing but HBCU grads on my staff. Okay. <laughs> like I know who I'm texting I know who I'm calling like hey yeah. hey I need y'all because ain't nobody going to be able to make my stuff pop. Like, I know y'all can make my stuff pop. You get what I'm saying? For real. And just be mindful. And when somebody give you opportunity that you feel like you feel like is less than, but if it's something that's going to help you excel in your career, bite that bullet. Yep. Take it. Like, don't be like, don't be afraid to take a chance because you feel like you don't know the unknown or you feel like, maybe this might be a good step for me, but it's in your feet. Yeah, it's, it's something that yeah. you want to do so why not take it seize every opportunity seize, seize every, every opportunity every opportunity but just to recap what we went over today though guys just 
post-grad, I want you guys to learn yourselves, love yourselves, date yourself. Remember that it's a process. Yes. It's, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. And like she said, start early, especially for our ones that are looking to get in careers that are kind of hard to get into. Yeah. Make sure you seize every opportunity. Like she said, internships, you should be a freshman. You should be a freshman interning at some of these big companies. You should be a freshman. And they have a lot of internships now just for freshmen. Yes. Not an excuse. Not if you're looking. (laughs) Yeah, it's not an excuse. And just make sure that you are using your resources. There are a lot of pages on Instagram that connects HBCU students to um, companies that are doing internships. And even PWIs, not knocking them, but we're just speaking from HBCU standpoint. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like just make sure like everything, sign up for every resource. Sign up for every resource and just make sure that you're putting yourself out there. But just remember that there is life outside of school. There is there life. There is a big life. life. It's a big life. It's a it's big big life. life. It's big life outside of school. And you want to make sure that you are mentally um, and physically prepared for that. And I want to drop another gym, drop another gym. If you got to move back home and stay with your parents move back home and stay with your yeah do what you have to do i'm telling you don't be out here about in the homeless shelter because you're trying to be grown i don't want to go back home trust me i didn't either listen none of us do none of us want to go back home because we didn't go to college to go back home we can go back home (laughs) we came we came to college to move on to the next phase of our life like that's what we came to college for we came to college to get our degree move on to the next phase and and i would say too for those people who don't have that option um there are other resources like if you could stay with yeah. a friend or another family member like try to make your post-grad life i don't want to say make it easy on yourself i'm just gonna yeah. say it that way make it easy make sure that you know that when you leave okay i don't have a job i know if i can go back home i can go back and work at my old job whatever the case may be until yeah. i get something like try to make it less stressful as possible because the feelings that you're feeling we've been there yeah we- we've been there use your resources use your home and and I feel like in well I know our generation of parents they believe in allowing us to stay until we we feel like we got it right or they feel like okay I can release her like she's good to go got a stable job she got you know she's budgeting her money whatever the case may be like she's good she's becoming an adult and I'm appreciative of that because let me tell you something. I don't know where I would be if I could not go back home to my mama. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I would be because you're right. It because like it's real. And you gotta think about it. You ain't got no bills, you ain't got you ain't got nothing. Just get up <laughs> and just start your journey, y'all. Like seriously. But Anaya, if you could leave them with anything, what would you leave them with? Yeah. okay if I can leave you all with anything honestly the same thing I kind of was just saying you know seize every opportunity given 
And honestly, that, you know, your, your direct pathway is your pathway and Mm -hmm. you are the person that directs everything that is going to happen for you. And it starts off with your mindset. If you have the mindset to do right, you're going to do right. If you have the mindset to fight, you're going to fight. Mm -hmm. But even times when your mindset drops, you just have to remember once again, what's your why and your ultimate why is you. Yeah. And that's one thing I can say, seize every yes. opportunity. And I will also say this too, you know, like you said, believer of God, we're believer of a higher faith. Um, make sure you get close to that. Make sure, yeah. make sure you stay close to that because um, scripture, the Bible, going to church and fellowship in and just being in his presence is going to be a great ultimate. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a great deal because you go into worship on Sunday or Wednesday, whenever you go to church and, you know, the spirit starts flowing and it's like, OK, and you feel motivated enough. You feel motivated. It's like a rejuvenation. You feel <laughs> rejuvenated enough to know that I can conquer anything in this week, regardless if something happened on Sunday morning when before I come to right. church. <laughs> But I was, look, I'm, I'm able to get through just enough to come back on Sunday just to be able right. to get it. Like, for real. Like, and I would say growing our relationship with God during that time was like one of the biggest like things for me because I'm just like, well, I'm worried about other things, but I'm not worried about what you're telling me. I need to draw yeah. close to you so you can let me know. Like, it's okay. Your opportunity has come. I need you to be patient. I just, I right. need you to work with me. So honestly, like, love yourself love god it's gonna be okay like seriously guys like it's gonna be okay it's it's gonna be okay it's already all right it's already (laughs) all right and and the thing is and it's already done it don't be alarmed or afraid when you have to take the road that's less traveled don't be afraid of that don't don't be afraid of that (laughs) please because you're what you're not done yet you're you're not done yet sweetie. <laughs> you're not done yet you're not done yet <laughs> you're not done yet and that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast to tell stories like this yes to tell stories like you never know what motivation or what love or what mind frame you get by listening to somebody going through the same thing as you or has been has been through that. So that's why you're not done yet. It's just so important to me because it's just amazing to tell stories like this, yeah. like this. And just knowing that people are listening, they're getting inspired. So it's always a good thing. But Anaya, I really want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hopping on. Thank the you. And having real conversations as we always do, but as always, just having it like just having it in this moment, having it on camera, and just having it to where you know the listeners will get a chance to see you know in a different yeah. light and see from a different perspective. So I really, really want to say thank you. And if you want to plug yourself, let the people know where they can find you. Absolutely. Well, if you all can find me on Instagram at, at Anaya J A N I A H J. And if you want to find me on Facebook, it's Anaya Jackson. And of course, because we're still talking about professionalism, you can find me at Anaya Jackson as well 
on LinkedIn. Yes. So definitely yes. connect with me on LinkedIn. Definitely follow yes. me on Instagram and you can follow me on Facebook as well. I'm yes. so excited to be here and thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. And if you guys have any questions, honestly, after this episode, if you guys want to connect with me or Anaya, um, I will make sure that definitely happens. Um, and just so we could be a resource for you guys, that's no problem at all. But I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning yeah. in to another episode of the You're Not Done Yet podcast. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at You're yeah. Not Done Yet Pod. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at It's Andrea B. And then we're on YouTube at the Andrea B Network. So once again, thank you. Thank you guys so much. This has been an amazing episode. And I just can't wait to see what else pops off in season two. I'm so excited. But until next time.